0: Hey everybody, it's Dusty White, I've got Becky here, and I'd like to welcome you to another Easy Tarot Lessons uh, lesson, part of our series, Uh, the podcast is the easiest way to learn the tarot ever, gee, just like the book. Hey Becky, how are you doing today?
1: I'm very good, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm super excited. Today we are going to teach people, well, not teach, we're going to cover a whole bunch of points really, really quickly on how to give a truly great reading. Um, This is more like an overview because you just can't cram it all in in half an hour. But I'm really glad that you're here because I could sit here and lecture all day. But I'll give you an advance warning. I am going to um, ask you some questions because I want to know from a student's point of view, literally somebody who's done it, Mm -hmm. and not like me, not like, you know, Back in the Stone Age, but somebody's done it over the last couple of years. You know, knowing what you know now, what it takes to give a good reading—I mean, I'm sorry—a great reading, not just a good reading. And of course, I've got my own points. So, let me see. Oh, oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! This is most important. And, and feel free to chime in or disagree with me at any time, because you know how I like to talk everybody should write you know if you' if you're listening and you don't have a pen handy um take mental notes stamp this or tattoo it inside the front of your head. If you do have a pen, you want to write this down. It sounds basic, but it makes all the difference in the world. first, you have to know your cards inside and out. And I know I've said this before, but this. If you do this one thing, then even if you screw up the rest, you're not going to be that far off. Um, you got to develop a dialogue with your cards. The cards are nothing more than scraps of paper with ink on them. For those of you who are new and haven't heard me say that about a hundred times, um, we don't worship the cards. Cards don't have any magical power, blah, blah, blah. The magic is in you. T.M. Dusty White, the magic is in you. It's like, how many <laughs> times do I need to say that? Uh, and I'll say it some more times. Um, the, 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 the tarot cards are just a tool. Um, it, it, legitimate tools. Crystal balls, pendulums, um, dowsing rods, switching sticks. That's the fork stick uh what else uh, scrying mirrors or scrying bowls one or scrying plate for example scrying mirror plate bowl black i uh, no not the mirror but the plate bowl black mirror the general idea behind that is the idea that say cometry can or say can allow you to view distant places um, what you are doing is the whole tool in the crystal ball, too. The whole tool is literally to stun the optic nerve. Becky, if I'm looking at you and I'm talking, I'm thinking, talking to Becky, talking to Becky, who knows what I'm looking at? Eyes are wandering. But if I have a focal point, It's kind of like uh, the old uh, thing about, um, here, watch this crystal as I spin it, or watch this gold watch that I swing back and forth. It's not the fact that the watch is swinging back and forth. It's that literally, you know, I'm sorry, when when you're hypnotizing somebody, uh, the idea or the swirly thing, the idea is to grab the person's focus um, and get them to stare at something. Oh, here, if you don't believe in hypnosis, I've got a good one for you. Uh, pretty girl dressed in almost nothing walks by a construction site. Ding, all work stops. Those men are now hypnotized. You didn't need to wear a turban like Lawrence. You didn't need to do some kind of hocus-pocus. Biology did the rest. They had a focal point. They stopped thinking about work. They stopped thinking about anything
1: yeah, it makes it makes perfect sense.
0: So we see this in real life. I mean, every day we we don't have to you know go into the realms of esotericism. I hope that's a word to um, to believe this or to prove this um, in the same way that it disproved the law of attraction. You know the i'm not saying that uh well we've we've gone over this before but if you if you guys are new to me i've completely disproven this whole secret this whole law of attraction stuff it's a big giant marketing ploy and if you spent money on it you got scammed um, there are principles of attraction and, and And we talk about that. It's actually psychic magnetism. So if you want a law, you can call it the law of attraction and repulsion, but it's not a one way street. You can't just walk around going, I'm thinking happy thoughts, therefore everything good happens to me. (laughs) Um, Call that Pollyanna. Um, But anyway, so the point is that, you know, we can look at real life and we can go, oh, this works. And metaphysics has to work like that. If, if you can't prove it in real life, then your magic is a lie. You know, if if you can't make it work, do something that does work. And that's the thing, is that I'm so tired of these books. Okay, in a rant time I'm so tired of these books and fake gurus that are just sucking the money and lifeblood out of people, teaching them new agey fluff that sounds great. That's no different than um, what DeLourence was accused of, you know, way back in the day was Selling people fluff. Uh, What is it? P.T. Barnum. Nobody remembers him, but, you know, big uh, circus professional. He said a sucker's born every minute. Well, folks, the times, they haven't changed. So if we want this thing called results, we have to study stuff that actually works. I'm not going to guarantee you anything except that we're going to give you the best information we can. Get your own results. Try it out. See that it works. but but don't believe stuff just because you hear it or or read it in a book because there's so many people out there that are ghostwriting books or just literally copying public domain stuff and sometimes they'll rewrite it. Like somebody will read Think and Grow Rich or The Science of Getting Rich and all of a sudden they write their own version of it. It's like, oh, look at me, and then they'll get some big celebrity to endorse it. It's like cosmic principles are cosmic principles, but... If it doesn't work for you, send it back. All right, speaking of sending it back, I want to make sure that we're really clear on this. These teachings, these lessons are free, and we are going to teach you how to give a great reading today. Uh, but I want you to know that we have a course. Uh, it's $10 a week, and I will teach you to be the best damn tarot reader in the world. You're actually going to have to do the practice. You're actually going to have to study and you know go to school, but it's only once a week. Well, you get one video a week. Um, technically you get two videos a week because there's a bonus. So you get like a two-hour video, that's the course lesson, and then you get an extra bonus video from last time I taught it. So anyway, so yeah, you get a couple, of, and then you get the audio. It's it's all on uh, easyterrorlessons.com. But my point is um, don't go out in the world trying to read professionally if you haven't been trained properly. Otherwise, you won't make any money. Or... You know, when I say you won't make any money, you won't make more than $10,000 a year, um, and, and nobody can nobody can uh, live on that. Uh, if you want to make the big money, if you want people to like, respect you, and tip you well, and tell you how great you are, and have, tell their friends how great you are, you have to be trained. It doesn't have to be by me, but go out there and find a competent professional teacher. We offer the least expensive uh, option anywhere on the planet. Um, that doesn't mean it sucks. It just means that I chose not to gouge people, but, um, at the same time, you can no longer learn directly from me, uh, not with the tarot because I, that's too expensive, but 10 bucks a week and get all the videos, the recordings, the home study course, uh, everything we take you from absolute zero all the way through. And the reason why I'm going over this is that if you don't like it, let me know. We'll cancel it. I'll send you a refund, your last payment back. I think everybody should have that policy. Um, do you have any questions? Email me at me, at That's It's that simple. So, blah, blah, blah. You guys have been listening long enough. You know that I'm the real deal. Um, what I want you guys to do is not waste your life. Too many people go through life wasting their life, and, and that's it's unacceptable. So blah, blah, blah. Beating people over the head is not going to work. I'm just going to start teaching, and I hope you guys are ready to take some notes. So, Becky, let's get right into this. Uh, Matter of fact, tell you what. um, First thing we need to do when we are giving a great reading is we have to do our pre-spread work. Pop quiz number one, Becky, what is pre-spread work? What does it entail? What does it mean? Why is it important? What the hell is Dusty talking about?
1: Uh, well, the clue's kind of in the title because the pre spread work is the work that you're going to do before you're even putting any cards down on the table. And from personal experience, it was learning the pre spread work techniques that turned my readings from mediocre to great. Because if you do your pre spread work and you do your pre spread work properly, everything set up as it should be. And then you're going to flow straight into a great reading.
0: Okay. Before you tell me what pre-spread work is, can you tell me (laughs) why pre-spread work is, is the difference between an amateur and a real professional?
1: Okay. Because the difference between an amateur and a real professional is by doing your pre-spread work, it's a bit like, um, I don't know, if you were going to use an analogy, it's a bit like going on a hike. And if you were going on a hike and not doing the pre-spread work, you'd just chuck everything in your rucksack, hope for the best and go. If you were going on a hike and doing pre-spread work, you would check the weather forecast, you would decide what you were going to do, you'd make sure you had everything you need, you'd pack all your equipment and then you were good to go. So which is going to be the more successful hike? You might have a good hike by not doing any preparation, but that's going to be luck more than judgment. Or you go in fully prepared and then you're going to have, you know, so using that analogy, that's why we do it because it's the preparation before you even give a reading. I like it's that. It's the work that you put in beforehand.
0: Let me let me give you one better and have you play off this. Do you ever do you ever just um? Do you ever play cards like I don't know, poker, bridge, go fish, old maid, slapjack? I like slapjack. Then you know, a boy thing you ever you play cards, right? Yeah. Once you have your cards in your hand, that's that's called your your hand, right? You can't give them back and say, oh, I want new cards. Mm. Right? I mean, am I wrong? I don't know if they play cards differently in Britain.
1: Not- <laughs> no, you're right.
0: So, it, But in tarot, it's even worse. Not not tarot, the game that they actually play in, in or not any of the tarot games that they play in uh, Britain, on, well, in, in Europe specifically. But as far as like uh, divination tarot, once the cards are on the table, that's it. It's like yeah. the roulette wheel. Once that ball says 36, that's it. Where, wherever your money is, you can't go back and change that. So if you haven't. Uh, well, I'll let you, I'll let you pick up from this. Oh, the only point I wanted to make was pre-spread work is called pre-spread work because once we're on the table, you can't go pick them up and go, <laughs> I was just kidding. I'm just going to. So what does pre-spread work entail, please? Litany of okay,
1: so things. Okay. So the sort of things you do in your pre-spread work, I think first and foremost, before anything else is Relax because if you're and it sounds really basic and it sounds really simple and I'm sure some people are kind of thinking okay I want to know how to give a great spread you know what has relaxing got to do with it but it's almost that kind of relax and breathe because I've said so many times in the podcast we do you know the biggest battle I've had on my tarot journey is kind of breaking the barriers in my head and if you're sat there kind of all tense and you're not relaxed and you're not breathing. A lot of it's human psychology. The person opposite you is going to pick up on that and they're gonna start getting they're gonna start getting tense. So you know that's not gonna work um that's not gonna work with either of you. If one sat there tense and the other one sat there tense, it's not gonna work. Um so the first thing you're gonna do is relax. Um so that's then getting your client to relax. Um and going from there. Um, I know
0: I've interrupted your date. Do you need to get that?
1: No, you haven't. Sorry, I've got things going on outside. Sorry. So, you know, you'd relax and you'd settle into it. And then by doing that, you're then building up um, that bond, which is kind of phase two of your pre-spread work, because you want to kind of build that relationship okay, between so the two relaxed, of you.
0: You're relaxed and you're building up a bond between you and your clients. Yes. What else? Yeah. What else happens um, before the cards get thrown down? I mean, Will you okay, start talking. Shuffling, right?
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, you start talking to the client. So why? you've got the cards in your hands, and you're you're talking. Did you say why are we talking?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I've seen readers. Because throw, I, I want to uh, know. Hey, uh, this is here. i just sh- I'll shuffle the cards three times and throw them out there and tell you what's what the cards say or what the, what the cards okay. mean. So, yeah, please continue.
1: Sorry. So, no, you build up, um, you build up your relationship and you start talking because if you don't start talking to them, how else are you going to know what it is they want to know? Otherwise, kind of. You know, it's almost the, the days of old with the kind of come in, cross my hands, cross my palm with silver, sit down, say nothing and go. Because as we've covered before, you know, a vague question is going to give a vague answer and we deal with specifics. So, again, part of building up that bond is then you start talking to someone and you're kind of you're negotiating uh, all of that and finding out what it is they want to know and start talking through their question
0: yeah the thing that I was worried about where you're going is it sounds like we're running a scam um because i I know you know what you're talking about, and I know that you're upstanding and forthright but let's say this was the first podcast somebody was listening to what they've got okay. is bring make your make your client feel confident in you I mean they could be you know we could they could take up that so let me put you back on course and then mm-hmm. I will promise I'll shut up again. We want to talk to them because we want to know what, they're, what they want to know. Uh, I mean, if, if we're so arrogant that, that we could just, you know, walk down the street and I know what this person's thinking, I know what that person's thinking, then we should just be able to pick lottery numbers out of our hat if we're that fantastic. Mm. Um, the cards are like a microphone or, um, or or a speaker to the divine. You know, hey, we've got a question. All right, you're going to answer the question. I'm going to use the cards, or you're going to use the cards to make my mind think, you know, because that's all the that's all the images do, right? They they pop up, and we look at it, and it they trigger something in our brain specifically to open our intuition, so, the little gateway, so that we just channel in all this information. We what we don't do is we don't just sit there and read what we you know well this, we've memorized this meaning and this card means yes. this and this card means that it's what idiots and liars and thieves and untrained jerks are doing if you want to give a really good reading and you want people to to worship you like the second coming or something you, here's what you have to do you have to know how how your cards work you know the basic traditional meanings you've done the games and the exercises so that you've developed your intuition that's the whole point of the games and exercises is it simulates years and years and years of practice over days weeks and months (laughs) don't don't think that you can do this for a couple of days i mean becky you know this so now when you're sitting down there and giving somebody a reading um yes you have to relax yes you have to give the clients to relax because otherwise it'll throw you off when you talk to them You don't want to just talk to them about anything. Like, hi Becky, how can I help you? "Hmm, Tell me about my relationship. Fine. Oh, I better start shuffling. You know, um, you know, you don't just throw out the cards because somebody said, "Tell me about my relationship." You're like, okay, uh, here, you know, because now you're just getting random cards. You need to ask them You know, you're shuffling. You start shuffling right away. You're like, okay what would you like to know about your relationship? What? No good son of a bitch blah, blah, blah. Or is he the one? Or I've got five kids or I got no kids. I want five kids. But I mean, if Becky, it's no different than me walking in and saying, uh, Hey, what's uh, I don't even say, Hey, what's for dinner? I'm like, I'm hungry. And you're like, Oh, I'll make you something. And I, but I don't like fish and chips. Like what the hell's wrong with you. It's like, I'm from America. <laughs> I like pizza and hamburgers and hot dogs. Well, why didn't you say so? Well, you didn't ask. We don't want to get in that kind of stupid, you know, pointing fingers with our clients because we didn't ask them what they wanted. And also, as we've gone over before, which I was hoping you'd cover um, every once in a while, more often than, than you might think, a client comes in and they tell us just a little bit or they tell us their point of view or they lie. In other words, client isn't, you know, do you solemnly swear the truth, the whole truth, nothing of the truth? No, I'm a client. You're the psychic. You should know. So we don't want to we don't want to abuse ourselves with that. We want to say, hey, this is a this is a dialogue. It's it's you know it takes two people here. You and I are going to find out the answers. You have the questions, and I have the so you know I'll put in uh, print, uh, quotes. I have the voice of God whispering in my ear, but uh, you need to. Know what you're asking about. You don't just throw a blind spread and hope for the best. Does that make more sense, Becky?
1: Yes, it does.
0: It really and comes it's... down to credibility. I mean, I mean, we we can't fake credibility. Is what I'm saying. I'm not trying. We don't run a confidence game. We we, we take this very systematically. I know it sounds boring. I know I'm taking all of the voodoo and well, voodoo, actually, I'm taking all the woo 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 out of um, tarot. Uh, but what I'm doing is I'm allowing us to give accurate, precise, good readings if you've done your uh, job. You know, lots of uh, practice, 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 and study. Uh, but anyway, please, now that, now that we're back on the right track, I'm hoping, can you please elaborate? Because I, I, I promise everybody I'm going to keep my damn mouth shut. I would like Becky to, uh, from her student's point of view, tell me what do you do? to give a good reading versus i mean a a great reading a great reading reading.
1: well i mean just to kind of very quickly pick up on the point that you were just elaborating for me what i personally do as part of that kind of initial building the dialogue is i will actually explain the process because like you say you don't want someone to then walk out thinking afterwards well that actually she was really clever and she asked me this and she asked me that and she asked me that so she's built it all up in her head and she's kind of told me what I needed to hear so one of the things that I do is I actually sort of explain the process and the fact that by giving me what it is that you want to know so by talking it through then you're going to kind of give um an accurate answer you know accurate questions give accurate answers so that moves on to the next thing is kind of talking through with someone finding out it, what it is they want to know and taking time not kind of making that knee jerk it's a bit like you using the example of someone coming in and saying right tell me about my relationship um and you kind of go okay I'm going to tell you about your relationship and bosh down you put it now it sounds really, really silly, but if someone comes in and says, tell me about their relationship, are they talking about a romantic relationship? Are they talking about someone that they're casually dating? Are they talking about their relationship with their work colleague who sits next to them? You know, that all, all of those different kinds of relationships are, there's going to be a different question behind them. So it's really important to find out what it is they want to know. And then the next step from beyond that is finding out what question you're gonna ask, but from that it's making sure it's your question because you're the one that's throwing the card. So you've got to formulate the question based on what the the client wants to know because it it you know it's 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 your head that everything's in, and it's your ding that you're gonna get. So you have to make sure that you're kind of comfortable with the question, you've phrased the question um and that you're working to what it is they want to know.
0: Right. If um if I walk in and I want a reading, I know what I want to know. Yeah. Well, hopefully I know what I want to know because I'm throwing seventy five dollars at you. Um it you might get the occasional person who just walks in and goes, oh, I've just got all this money to burn. <laughs> I'll just throw it away, you know, or it's not my money. But that's not really the client we want. That's not, that's not how you Earn an income, and that's not how you feel good about yourself at the end of the day. Um, I like clients coming saying, "You know what? For everything I know, I'm coming in because I want to know this, and I think that you can help me, or I want to see if you can help me." I'm like, "That's that's what I want." You know, good, weighty, serious, meaty things. And this is why we do things like um, we did that El Chapo thing. We uh, we found out um, we found out where he went and how he got there and then we lost the trail but the funny thing is that we did where the before the police did now uh, you know we're not gonna go hunting we're not we're not bounty hunters but it was just an interesting thing uh we've been charting the united states elections because these are real world things that affect millions if not billions of people i mean i guess you know one of the largest economies and uh political forces in the world you definitely want to know who's running the ship because to the rest of the world we're kind of schizophrenic you know it's not um, you know this guy's in charge now this guy's in charge now maybe this lady's in charge I was like, oh my god you know I swear to Christ, why why is it such a big thing for Americans that a woman's in charge? I, I, <laughs> you look at it, it's like have, you guys have had uh, have kings and queens. Um, oh, haven't you had a queen for the last, I don't know, like 150 years? And that seems to be working out for, fairly well for you guys, Right. Yeah, we've had lots I mean, of it's, queens. It's not, it's not like she's ran the country into the ground or anything. It's like, the hell? I think we're positively barbaric. But but aside from that, the tarot, it's just a tool to talk to God. There's a nice, simple way to put it. So why are we wasting our time on nonsense readings? Why can't we do the big things? But, uh, hint, those of us who are getting paid the big money – actually do this and that's what I'm trying to get everybody out there and on these free lessons yeah I'm a little bit more ranty and uh, and I'll tell you to get your ass in school but hey it's free you get what you pay for now let's go into this um, relaxing get the clients to relax I mean that's that's just good form you want to talk to them, and you want to talk to them because when you throw a spread Becky and I want you to pick it up from here the Tell me the difference between just, in your experience, throwing out some cards. Oh, you want to know about your relationship? Okay, fine. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. I'm throwing out cards, and I will just see what cards come out. Or I know exactly what. What question I want to ask? I mean, well, you because I'm coming to you, saying, to say, me about my relationship. You talk to me, you find out. Well, I want to know if, uh, if I should marry this woman because I'm rich and famous and I don't trust anybody. Blah blah blah, or or whatever. I'm really in love with her and I want to know if she'll say yes. Whatever my story is, you know, whatever my personal needs are. Why is it important that you know the question? That you are asking the cards, and why is it important that you formulate a question at all? And then, um, why is it important that you pick the spread to answer that question? Why why isn't there a one size fits all spread? So I threw a whole bunch of stuff at you, but this is all part of your pre-spread work, and I'd like to stay us. I'd like to keep us on track so that the people who are listening who don't know all the stuff. Because remember, we've been talking so long, uh, not, not today, but just you know, over the last years, that uh, we know all this stuff. But but I want to assume that the person who's listening just popped in, and we've promised them how to give a, a great reading. So I want to make sure we deliver on that. So again, blah, 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 Question spread. Why is it important? What's the difference?
1: Okay. So, um, I mean, by not <laughs> – By not formulating the question properly and not making sure that it's your question, you're almost throwing – you may as well almost just throw a random set of cards and then you're trying to make cards fit a question, which is what we don't want to do. Whereas by asking a specific question, setting it down, do you know – knowing what the question is feeling that question in your head you then know that when you get that ding the cards are kind of come out as they should do and then you've got your specific answer otherwise it just ends up being so kind of general and vague which is the one thing that you don't want to do um and, you know, it has to be your question. Otherwise, you might as well give the client the cards and let them get on with it because, you know, it's you. It's you that's actually doing it. And it's it's you that it's coming from. And of course, the importance with the spread, you've said several times, um, you know, how important it is to have a handful of spreads that, you know, backwards, forwards and sideways um, so you know that once you've just des- once you've kind of um decided on your question, you then know because you know these spreads and you've practiced them and you've studied them and you're comfortable with them, you then know which is the best spread to answer the question so everything that you're you're saying tonight it's all kind of it's lots of different layers, and as those layers build up, this is the difference between bad good, and it moves you into the great because every single layer helps you improve your accuracy helps you improve the specifics and you, you want specifics you want to be able to verify facts because then you've got someone who's like well actually this person knows what they're talking about and that's when you can give them the answers that they're paying you for
0: let me give you an analogy if i may um mm-hmm. the difference we're talking about here is um let's say we're going to play the stock market and we have two counselors uh, available to us now the first one is a stockbroker he's got a degree because he actually went to school to learn how to predict the future is not that funny <laughs> he's a damned soothsayer <laughs> but he's got a degree which you know, which is okay fine so he went to school to study economics to learn how to do this and then Before he got to go on, you know, work as a stockbroker, he had to fight, like, literally go in a boxing ring. He had to fight other interns for an entire year. Who is going to survive without pay long enough to be hired to be the low man on the totem pole? See, that's a misnomer because the low man on the totem pole. To be the junior gopher. So uh, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna play on Wall Street, not only do you have to be top of your class, but then you gotta go in and take this crap job with a bunch of other people, um, because everybody wants to do this. Everybody wants the big money, and you've got to do absolute crap work. Um, and then maybe you might get you might get hired, and even then, that just means here's a life raft. <laughs> You're still out in the middle of the ocean. Let's see if you can paddle your way to an island or summon a boat. Or better yet, you're a stockbroker. Build a boat out of a life raft. You know, Literally, that's what you're doing, is that generate money. Go ahead. Show us where and how this stock will outperform that stock, and that stock will go down. Do you know what I mean, Becky? hmm For those of you who've never been there, um, you might want to look this up. So... It, I want that guy telling me where to invest my money because the other the other counselor is a chicken and you just take random seeds of corn, barley, rye, whatever, and you throw them on the ground and release the chickens and you watch to see what uh, type of grain the chicken pecks. That's literally the exact same thing as going to school, doing this right, doing everything we've said. Relax, get the clients to relax, find out what they're after. And then once you know what they're after, formulate the question that you want to ask in your own terms. We go over all of this and why you want to do this in class. But formulate the question that you are asking because the gods don't answer some random thing that they mentioned in passing. The gods answer exactly what you are asking, and you shuffle and you shuffle and you shuffle until you get the little ding of awareness that says the gods have put the cards in the right order. We don't need all the deck to be in order, just however many cards you're using for that spread. So if you're doing a Celtic cross spread, then the right ten cards are in order. Stop shuffling right now, or or you're cutting, shuffling, cutting. Oh, that's it. These Mm -hmm. ten cards are in order. That means that the ten cards that come up will trigger something in your mind to make you go oh and then you'll just start vomiting out information that's how divination works you have been trained you to know what the basic card meanings are you know like the goldfish bowl analogy the the fish can i, I teach this in class by fish can swim around and around and around as goldfish you can have a, a variety of meanings In a tight little area, the goldfish cannot leap out of the goldfish bowl and go to the forest or the desert. I mean, it's goldfish. Same thing with the tarot card meaning. Tarot card meaning um, King of Pentacles. Uh, Okay, businessman, man, uh, you know, father, uh, uh, smug bastard, uh, somebody, Mm -hmm. investor. I I mean, something to do. Pragmatic man. These are generally the areas of uh of, of meaning uh but the king of coins is not the lover's card Saying, like, oh you're going to get married well how do you see that well because it's the king of coins well where did you see the relationship you know um your intuition latches onto that card your intuition of course is that little think of it like a valve, you know, we want it nice and open, so information can come in from the collective unconsciousness, God's divine God, whatever you want to call it, playing in with his little of our intellectual jibber-jabber from our own little monkey brains distorting the message. If you've never channeled, and I don't mean you've sat there with the robes and everything, I mean, maybe you have, but, but if you've never had that moment of clarity which is literally channeling if you've never had that moment where you open your mouth and something comes out and you go wow that was just brilliant that was that was channeling that was that was literally god speaking through you you know if you've never done that you won't understand this but if you've done it even once you'll understand this is the basics of divination our training prepares us, our cards are that final preparation. It's literally like showing up to work with our tools. If you do show up to work and you don't have your tools or there are not tools available that you are skilled in, um, you're not going to get any work done that day. Same thing with the divination thing. That's just, And the, so the cards are the final tool. To make sure that the card's are doing right, we want to know exactly what we're asking. Um, And then we translate our question and our answer into what is appropriate and applies to our client. When I say translate, it's not like we make this stuff up. It's not like we change the message that the gods are giving us. It's literally an organic process. It's part of the process. We ask the question. These cards come up. Okay, here's a guy in a clown suit juggling two coins with a string around them. What the the hell is that? doesn't even make sense. Somebody tried that in real life to be like, the ribbon is all tangly. It's like, this doesn't make sense. It, it only works because it's a static image. What the hell does that mean? Well, you know, well, it means you're juggling. Well, it means you're indecisive. I mean, you know, that's, that's how amateurs read it. They just go straight to the book. That's like, going taking a girl on a date and saying okay i bought you dinner and now i paid for it and i'm dropping you home and we will have sex it's like what kind of planet do you live on you know (laughs) um there's infinite number of varieties and and variables and and again there's only 78 cards so it's not like those 78 cards can you answer every single single thing if they have memorized meanings so in order to get these really, truly great readings. Our pre-spread work is so important because once those cards come down on the table, that's it. If you haven't asked a good question that relates to what your client actually wants to know, if you're not relaxed, if you've been distracted, if you haven't shuffled and shuffled get your ding. So real quick, relax, get the client to relax, find out what they want to know, talk to them like an old friend, and it's not a psychological con game. It literally is a lot easier to read for someone who's not actively psychologically resisting you. It also makes you much more relaxed because if you're tense, you just think of think of like um, your uh, intuition just closing up. The, the, it gets tighter and tighter and tighter. The uh, like a little valve. It's a like shrink. It just shrinks up the more tense you get. Um, that's why every book you read on psychic blah, blah, blah says, relax, take a warm bath or you know, meditate. Oh, it's all it's all the same thing. It's all just just breathe in. It's all relaxed. All right. Now, you could consider doing a pre-spread mental walkthrough. If you read any of my books, if you understand what that is. You know, that's important to do. Um, but we're going to gloss over that because this is a free lesson. People are like what the hell is that? Now, after your cards are on the table, let's let's just jump ahead. Since so we spent so much time on that um, pre-spread stuff, let's jump ahead. The cards are on the table. Now, we're going to assume that these are great cards. That these cards actually provide us with that intuitive spark, so our mouths open and words come out that are appropriate to, not when I say appropriate, to, meaning they actually apply to our client. It's not just, you know, this card means this, this card means I can, you know, we're telling our client what we're seeing and our client is, is stunned going, this is exactly what I want to know about. What I hate more than anything is uh, I walk into uh, uh, a reading for Becky and I say, uh, tell me about my job. And she shuffles like five or six times and she says, well, the cards don't want to tell you that. The cards are telling mm-hmm. you about your relationship. I don't know how many times I've seen this. Those are called random cards. That means the reader did not do their job. There's never a time ever when your client will walk in and say, I need to know about this. And the the universe will decide that you don't need to know that message. You need to know about something completely different. That's called a scam. Yeah. It, and I speak from, you know, decades and decades of experience and not just my experience but okay my decades of experience four to be exact you mean two no you mean 17 no I'm not that old damn it Uh, but also the decades of experience of hundreds of other psychics that I got to work with and pick their brains over the years so take this all with a grain of salt but please make notes and, and pardon my rant because I will get you there Promised land faster than anybody else and better than anybody else because I'm telling it to you straight and I'm telling it to you free. All right, so your cards on the table. Let's say we've done everything right. First thing you need to do is verify what Becky. I'm going. I know I'm being a jerk, but that's my job. You you've studied. You've been practicing. You mm-hmm. I, this is part of your testing to make sure that you can go out in the world and that I can endorse you. So what do you need to verify
1: well I mean for want of a more eloquent way of putting it you're going to verify some facts with your client first because that it's not because it's not giving it an answer as such but that to me is what locks down a reading and you know when you're sort of sitting there and you're blowing someone away if you're but you see, this is where people have are funny things. They come in and if, if there was a spread that only told me my future, I could walk away and kind of go, yeah, great. That's wonderful. But you kind of wait for it to happen with when you're actually verifying cards. You're saying to someone, this is what's happening. This is what has happened. This is what's going on. If you've got someone sitting there going, oh, my goodness, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, that did happen. So it's so important to do that because then from, you know, it's almost kind of, well, if someone's got my past right, they're going to get my future right, which is why I'm giving them their money. And it's why I'm going to tell my friend and it's going to what is why I'm going to come back for more. So that's why it's so important to verify those cards, because it's almost kind of your, your proof that you know what you're talking about.
0: Right. And just to make sure people are totally clear, because I think I sensed, um, I, again, you're so familiar with this that we haven't quite given an example. That's okay. You said verifying facts and all that. This is good, but it sounds like, again, I'm playing devil's advocate today because I, I want to make sure that if there's any skeptics out there that we are addressing their concerns. So when you say verifying your facts... You are looking at the cards and you're saying, I mean, you may say it differently, but in essence, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're saying, Dusty, here are the cards right here. This is what I'm seeing. This is the impression I'm getting. This is the voice I'm getting. This has happened. This is happening. And this is what you're concerned about. Now, you're doing this. You're giving me new information. In other words, when I say verify, you're not repeating what I've already told you.
1: No, no, sorry. You're looking sorry. at the
0: cards and you're saying, yeah. before I start predicting the future, you know, the future cards, I'm going to take the cards that represent the current and the past, and I'm going to say, I'm going to just put my, my stones out there. I'm going to put my reputation on the line and say, you um, had a troubled marriage, and had, that's because he had a troubled uh, childhood, and you've cheated on your wife, but she doesn't know. It's like, a, stop, stop, you don't need – I just – don't want to know anymore I mean you're looking at the cards telling me things that I could that you could possibly you could not possibly know about me can you help us with that so that you know people can understand what they mean when you say you're verifying we're not just you know you know spitting back information that they told us yeah
1: sorry sorry I uh, yeah I'm trying to put my head back into kind of as if I we hadn't had this conversation before. So essentially, like you say, say someone's come and you 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 know you've kind of so going back very quickly, you've come back, you've formulated your question, you've had your chat, but by verifying something, you're like you've said, it's something that is related to the question because you've asked a specific question, but it's not something they've necessarily told you. So in When we're saying that you're sitting and you're building up the kind of the conversation and the relationship with the client and everything else, you don't sit there for an hour and a half beforehand and say, "Okay, you want relationship advice? Tell me about your relationship, the first relationship, what happened there, and then what happened there." Essentially, you want enough information so that you know you're asking the question that they want answered in a way you phrased it. So then when you're actually verifying a spread, like you say, you're then saying, right, this is the proof that you need that I know what I'm talking about. So I couldn't know. But as you've said, this is what's happened in the past. This is what's going on right now in relation to your question. So by doing that, it (laughs) it's. Whether you want to use the word proving, verifying, it's saying to somebody, this is the information that I am getting. So therefore, if I'm telling you this, now we then work through the rest of it. And it's like I said before, if you can say to someone, this is what's happening now and this is what's happened in your past. And it's, you know, and if you do all of these steps, it's a case of, well, actually, yes, it is. Then when you're then moving on to sort of um, future events, they're going to walk out thinking, OK, I know what's coming. This is why you should go for a tarot reading. It's a kind of it's like you've said before, it's a signpost on the road. We want to know how how to deal with something that's coming up. So by proving to somebody or verifying or whichever word you want to use that, you know what you're talking about, that then is like the springboard that the rest of the reading goes off of.
0: Right. Now that sounds nice. But again, it sounds like we're just trying to buy their confidence. Let me uh, let me go back to this. And I'm going to be a real jerk today. And everybody's you know nodding their head. Yeah, but, but that's okay. Because, you know, this is Becky's job. She's been doing this for a number of years. She should um, she knows all this stuff. And I am putting her on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot shamelessly. Um, so uh, yes to everything you said. but now I'm going to go even further. hmm. Let's say a Celtic cross spread because um, you know it's the most used spread in the world uh, and a lot of people don't like it and a lot of people do, but I'm here to tell you it is your best friend. So we've got our Celtic cross spread. It has a past, it has a present, it has a future. If If we break the Celtic cross spread into this is what's happening, this is what has happened and how we got here, and then this is where we're going. If we start with the past and the present, and we only read those cards. No offense but fuck your client. They're just there they're here to sit there, look pretty and shut up. Your job. You're the one on stage. They're the audience. Your job is to make sure that this spread is accurate. You don't want to walk you don't want to walk. You want boy, I just can't speak today. I'm sorry. You don't want them walking out with bad information. For all you know, those cards that you dealt could be random cards. How do we tell that they're not random cards? Well, here's how I do it. You may do it differently. Hi, Becky, blah, blah, blah. Got, you know, did all this stuff. The cards are out. Okay. Now, I'm reading the cards individually. This is the first pass. We teach a four-pass uh, technique in, um, in, in class that uh, will get you three to five times more information than any anyone else on the planet Uh, and we can prove it Um, but first past is is you know you read your cards one at a time and so we start by verifying the past and the present because if we've got 70 percent of the spread right you know the past and the present and you know, we're saying, and this is, ha- you know, this is what's going on, and this is what's going on, and this is how it's happened. And then I look at my client and say, does this make sense? Am I correct? Am I-? And I tell people, please feel free to tell me I'm wrong. I don't want you to think that just because i got a big, giant head, you know, it's- I'm not hiding my head. Is that that turban I'm wearing? That's my giant head. <laughs> it's my <laughs> giant ego. Um Just because I've got this big platform and a sign on the door that says best-selling author and global teacher and blah, 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 that doesn't mean that I'm right, doesn't mean I'm right for you. What means that I'm right is that every single time I sit down, I have to work my butt off on this because I want to make sure I'm giving you the best information. So I try to make them relaxed because I want, what did I always say, true communication can only exist between equals. If someone puts us on a pedestal or thinks we're so fantastic, we can just say anything we want. And They'll be like, well, but Dusty said, I don't want that. Um, I want people to listen to what I have to say and go, yeah, that makes sense. That's exactly what happened last week or that's going on right now. Uh, or, no, that doesn't apply to me. Because let's say that, oh, look, a squirrel. Uh, let's say a little bird flew by and you weren't paying attention your client's lying to you, or uh, they're not telling you the whole truth. The gods will throw out random cards that, that you know, it's, it's like, hey, don't read the spread. This is dumb. Take it down. Tear it apart. Start all over. Ask the right questions. Um, the only way that the universe can communicate with us in divination is through our intuition, and sometimes we need physical proof. Like here's a garbage spread that doesn't make any sense. You know, we've got like uh, just random things. Like this card, these cards make no sense. If you get something that says makes no sense, you need to stop, tear down the spread, laugh it off. Ha ha ha! a dummy. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Re-ask the question. Talk to your client. Make sure, especially if you're doing it to yourself, reading for yourself, talk to yourself. But make sure you know what it is you're asking. Make sure that you know uh, what you're going after. Don't don't half-ass it. So the whole point of verifying a spread and the whole process of verifying a spread is for you, the reader, to have confidence in the cards. Every one of us, when we first start reading that first one or two cards, we have no idea what we're talking about. The words are coming out and yes, they may seem to match facts that we're aware of, but we are making bold predictions. That's our job. Our job is not to play it safe and go, Well, I'm just gonna use information that person gave me. We need to use the information that they gave us so we know what what we're talking about. Oh, no, we're talking about this applies to your relationship. Okay, fine. Same thing with the question. We're asking a question, the cards will answer that question. Well, that's half the battle right there. So we want to verify the accuracy of the answer before you start giving advice about the future. So by picking the easy, low-hanging fruit, this is what happened. Okay, here's Becky, here's what happened. Blah, 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 blah. Does that make sense? Is that correct? You're like, how did you know that? I'm like, okay, that's good. If you're like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. That doesn't apply to me. Now I know there's something wrong with the spread or there's something wrong with me. If I continue and go, okay, well, here's what's happening now. And you say, well, it doesn't apply to me. I'm not going to start telling you what's going to happen in the future because obviously I would be giving you completely fabricated advice. How we get accurate, precise answers. One of the first steps, I mean, we've done all our pre-spread work, and that's why we went over and over and over it, is we want to make sure that the cards that, are, that come out are right. Is we have... Our cards, and just because they're on the table, we need to verify them. It's like, I like to keep president, but, or, or well, I mean, I guess you guys have a parliament or whatever. But that doesn't mean that your politicians get a free pass. we got to stay on their butt and make sure they're honest. Same thing with the tarot cards. We have to verify each and every tarot card that is verifiable. People's opinions, circumstances, what has happened, what is what is happening. The only thing we can't verify is what's coming up in the future because that's an impossibility. We can predict that and then, you know, it'll play itself out. So sorry to jump on your case, Becky, but the whole point of verifying isn't to make your client believe you. It's to make sure that you have enough faith in your cards that you say, yes, my client agrees that I am on the right path and that this literally applies to their life. I'm not just giving them generic advice. Does that make any sense at all?
1: Yes, and nope. thank you for explaining it a lot more eloquently than
0: I was. Yeah, I think we're both off today. I'm I'm feeling kind of sick, but, but again, no excuses for me. I Yeah, my head's kind of cloudy, so I apologize to everybody. Okay, so we do need to verify the spread. Actually, it took a lot longer than I thought it was going to take. Um, look, kids, if if you don't know what we're talking about, please you know, be kind to yourself and get your ass to school. Because if you are can try to do this all for free, um, you're on your own. But again, you know, I, I have a love-hate relationship with this. I really want to educate the world. And I want to be able to pay the rent. But I also want to be able to give away enough information that, you know, I'm not, hey, uh, I want to prove that I know what I know. That's kind of like verification. Hey, you verify that I know what I'm talking about because here's all this free information. Go out and try it for yourself. You know, I'm not just saying give me money and then I'll tell you something. Um, But at the same time, so I'm I'm torn between needing to pay the rent and having to eat like everybody else. Uh, So I need to make money. I need to charge for this. But also at the same time, I really, really, really want to give away a lot of stuff. So I hope people actually appreciate this. I I have no control of that. Um, Read each card individually. This is important because we want to know that each card in the spread helps answer the question. You know you've got a crappy spread. You know that you've done something wrong if you have to skip over cards. And I've seen readers do this, though. So, I used to do it back in the day when I was learning. And Like I said, I freely admit it took me 15 years of trying and failing and trying and failing because I was reading all the stupid books uh, and Because there were a lot of bad books out there, especially the ones that I read. And uh, it was only practice and practice and figuring out, uh, what do they say? Uh, A wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Uh, I've heard this somewhere. I'm not saying that they say it. Uh, An intelligent man learns from his own mistakes, but a fool never learns. So uh, I don't know how wise I am, but I certainly learned from my mistakes, having made enough of them. And after a while, it finally clicked. Then I had two and a half more decades of doing this properly. I had a lot of experience. And I want to shorten the learning curve for everybody who's here and get you in and learn, uh, learning and trained as quickly as realistically possible. I'm not going to promise you you're going to get this stuff overnight. Okay, verify, read each card individually. Each card in the spread has to help contribute to the answer. Um, that's the beauty of a spread, is you don't have one card. You know, it's like, here's one card. Well, that's a lot of weight. You know, How much information can you really pull out of one card? Not as much as you can pull out of 10 cards working in concert together for an answer. That's what a spread is. It's 10, well, in the case it's called the cross spread, it's 10 cards all working together. They're not just individual cards. I mean, I could just read, here, I'm going to read this card, then I'm going to read that card, then I'm going to read that card. I could read 10 cards. But if they're not connected together in a web, like a spider web, then I can't see patterns. That's another thing. Uh, Patterns, themes, this is how you give a great reading. You Verify the spread. This is all in Advanced Tarot Secrets, by the way. If you don't have the black book of the tarot, you're really hurting yourself. This is all in Advanced Tarot Secrets. If you don't want to go to school, at least get the book. It's 22 bucks anywhere. Verify the spread. Read the cards individually. Look over the entire spread. Look to find the theme. And then look for patterns. How many majors? How many uh, minors? How many of each suit? How many numbers? What does this add up to? This is not the primary source of information. It's ancillary, but it enhances or reinforces what... The uh, answer is, in other words, one spread will speak to you on several different layers. Most people are never taught to look past the superficial layer. And you can tell this just by getting a reading from them. You don't have to do anything. You just sit down and say, here, I'll give you 100 bucks." For most people, that's a lot of money. Give me, here's 100 bucks. I mean, for most readers, it's a lot of money. That's more than you know, most people ever get for one reading. Say, give me your best reading. Do it however you do. Tell me what you need to do. Tell me what I need to do. Tell me what you need to know. And give me your reading. And you will see that time and time again, people use too many cards. They skip cards. They give generic readings. That What they say doesn't apply to you specifically. It could apply to any number of people. Or they'll just regurgitate exactly what you said to them. We don't do that around here. And I don't want you to do that around here. And I want you to be able to give the readings that get you the big giant tips. And this is exactly how to do it. Verify, look at the cards individually, look for patterns, themes. Um, which cards influence each other? Which cards dominant? I'm Batman. I'm Robin. Well, I get to tell you what to do. You know, Some cards overpower other cards, just like people. After all of this, then we check for hidden spreads hidden spreads they're right there in the spread in front of you and when you know what they are and know how to and know what to look for again it's all in the black book if you don't want to take the course oh my god now it's a whole new world of awareness and then the last thing you do you've given your clients so much information their head is just swimming with facts it's like I this and this now you stop and you weave it all into a story we're not making anything up. All we're doing is we're taking all this and we're putting it in a coherent, cohesive, congruent, yay, ca, 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 uh, narrative. Caw, ca, ca. Look, see, I'm a, I'm a crow. Um, so, cohesive, coherent, congruent narrative. We weave them a story. Okay, so this is what's happened, Becky here and here's how it affects you oh because of this thing over here remember that and so and so and so is doing this now all of this leads up to this and therefore this is what's going to happen and when it does you're going to go see back here you say i knew it see now your client walks out with an actual understanding if you just go well this is going to happen are you going to trip well you should just that you know okay thank you goodbye Your your client may be impressed with you for five minutes, but after that, people will talk behind your back. We we may not want to think about this. We may not want to acknowledge it, but when we give somebody a reading, it's just like having sex with them. The word will get out. If you did a crappy job, you're not going to get a date. And I don't mean to be vulgar, but people need to know it's just like everything else, you know. Hey, men out there, you know? Oh, I'm, I'm listening. I'm in. Mean, yeah, guess what? Women talk behind your back. It's not, it's not that they're bad. It's like, you know, if you, if you want a good reputation, you get in there and you do the job right. You do your pre-spread work. You do a good job while you're there, you know. And then you say, thank you very much. Um, Becky, I, I've taken over the call. I've given a whole bunch of information. What do you think about this specifically, what techniques make a great reading? Pretend that the person's listening has no idea who we are. they don't believe us. they're like, "What the hell is this? What gives a great reading? you know because and let's go in further. This person's been reading they they know everything screw it why why should why should they believe anything we say so take that as as uh, a given and then please tell me. Uh, Again, even if you repeat what I said, uh, but from your own point of view, what makes a great reading versus a good reading? How, what techniques do you use?
1: Well, to be honest, I'm not sure that I'd add anything to what we've covered. I mean, the only thing I wanted to add, which may be sort of deviating ever so slightly, is (laughs) doing all of this is knowing the difference. Difference it makes because I remember when um, I first took the course with you, and I took the course and you do the whole course and you've done your study groups and you've done your practice, and I remember the first um, tarot party that I went and did after that, and I went with a friend of mine who's been reading tarot for years, and I went along and I did a tarot party and it was the first time that I'd put into place you know, in a kind of professional setting, all of these techniques are beyond that. It's only been in a study situation. So everything that we've discussed tonight, you know, the the relaxing, the building up the relationship with the client, finding out what it was they wanted to know, formulating the question, um, you know, shuffling your cards, waiting for the ding, you know, deciding on the spread that you're going to do, your pre-spread mental walkthrough, all of this kind of stuff. And it's just... It was knowing the difference. I I will never forget that night. And it's way back when in one of our podcasts, because I remember I was absolutely pinging off the walls afterwards. And I'd messaged you. It was the first time I'd ever got a tip. Um, We're not a tipping culture over here. The British don't Uh tip. Um, We will in restaurants. But, you know, you kind of watch films. And in America, it seems to be every time someone does something for you, you tip them.
0: Oh, my God, it's crazy over here nowadays. Everybody's got a tip jar.
1: But you see, we're not we're not a tipping culture other than kind of in restaurants where, you know, you tip the waiter or waitress. We're not a tipping culture over here. And I remember that night and I did four or five readings and I put into place everything you taught. And like I've said before, I'm a skeptical believer. I need to test myself. I need to test techniques. I don't blindly follow I mean I am full of respect for what you teach the fact that you've shared your experience the fact that you've changed things so much but the evil imp in me needs to test it does this really work I'm not just going to kind of go okay it works and do it I want to test it and that night I remember I went in and I did everything that we've discussed tonight and everything you've taught and. I I, it's very I'm getting all excited now thinking about it. I have never given readings like that before because it was the fact that I actually felt for the first time I knew exactly what I was doing. I was confident in what I was doing. Um, I was giving not just good readings. I was giving really great readings. People were walking out with their questions answered. And like I say, the simple fact that I think two out of the five people tipped me um and two of the other ones kind of rounded the payment up so it wasn't quite a tip but it was kind of the higher end and you know if I ever needed proof that this works that night was it and that again was kind of where I've gone on from there and like I it's way back when in one of the podcasts when I was telling you about it but it's real life proof of the difference that doing All of this that we've discussed tonight does. And it's the fact that I was in that setting and I did everything. And it's how it felt in me as well. It wasn't just the information I was giving. It's how it felt in me. Because up until then, I think I'd always have felt a bit like I'd kind of gone ice skating. And in parts, the ice on the lake was a bit thin. And it's kind of, is it going (gasps) to (gasps) break? Made that one. Oh, it's cracking. And it was kind of, it was the first time I'd just gone out and skated on the lake with kind of confidence that, the lake wasn't going to crack beneath me and that's how it felt that night so it felt different in me as the reader Um, and again it's just proof that what you teach is works and I said it I said it last week you know people listen and they listen to what you're saying and you know I've sat there and I've studied in class with you and I still study now and you know it's almost kind of you'll say something and it's kind of well does it work okay let's test it yes it does so I'm sorry if I've gone off slightly, but I just it's that night was so important and it was such a huge step in my tarot journey because everything just clicked into place and it's because I'd what I it's because of what I'd learned. And what I'd studied and what I'd practiced with what we've covered tonight. So it's almost kind of gauntlet that I'll throw down to people is do this, learn these techniques, come and study and see the difference for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Don't take your word for it. Prove it to themselves.
0: Thank you. I really thank you. I um, I like hearing your stories. Um, I definitely feel like you are one of the most genuine people I've uh, I've met. And um, I think other people need to hear someone other than me say it over and over again that practice, consistent, proper, perfect practice will work miracles. Mm. Uh, it works. I mean, you, you gotta, you got to do it right. You can't be sloppy. Um, and that's why we're so insistent on. Doing this morally and ethically, and uh, and really putting your all into it. But also, I try to make it easy. I try to you know we have games, we have exercises, and that's how we learn. And what we're really doing is we're simulating. And you'll find this out years from now. As a matter of fact, you, you've been doing this for years. Let me let me run a statement by you, Becky, and then please again, you're not getting paid for this. <laughs> tell me whatever you <laughs> tell me whatever your honest opinion is, um, but. In your experience, I will expect – I'm kind of leading the witness here – that in hindsight, those exercises and games really were – they were the exact things that you did in real readings. Yeah. They were just little tiny bits of it. So in other words, before you gave a reading, it was almost like, oh, this is old hat. I've done this before. I've blended cards before. I've gone from this card to that card. I've looked at this and gone, okay, I'm not going to be trapped into thinking this What is that, exercise 1A. 1A. You no, know, I'm not going to be trapped into thinking that uh, this card can only mean this. You know. Have the exercises and the games, um, have they because you've certainly done them a lot and often you've done so many study groups and sessions and whatnot. Um, have they simulated exactly what you've experienced out in the real world of giving readings?
1: Yes, a thousand percent. In fact, it's interesting because um I've got a study group at the moment and a couple of weeks ago we were talking exactly about this. So with this with this particular study group, we started right back at the beginning. We started um, right back at the beginning with the exercises and worked our way through. And everybody in the group is experienced. And one of the things we did actually as a group exercise a couple of weeks ago is we looked at a spread and we worked out which exercises were giving us which particular set of skills while we were doing a reading so it was almost kind of a a curiosity thing because it you know we do an exercise and it's like well what's this teaching you to do okay so we actually looked at a spread and we worked out which exercise is teaching you which bit so again I mean you came up with an awful lot of p's that I wouldn't remember but the kind of the preparation through practice the whole reason you do that is like you say it's not like you're then using a muscle that you've never used before it's almost like a muscle memory you know if you play music I used to play the piano way back when and when you play the piano you've kind of it's almost like because you've got two hands you've kind of one hand's almost got to know what it's doing without you thinking about it and then the other hand is actually concentrating on what it's doing and it's a bit like that by doing the the exercises beforehand it becomes so second nature you know what you're doing and again if somebody wanted to do it they can sit down and actually really want to if they really wanted to kind of do what we did you can work out what it is that the exercises are teaching you to do in a spread but of course the beauty is then when you actually come to doing spreads it's second nature. But you see, the thing with you saying that, the other thing that I think is really important, and I'm guilty of this, it's like I've said to you before, my way back when I found you through your podcasts, I found the book, um, I'm very impatient, I did probably what 50% of people do jump straight to, straight to the how to do a <laughs> how to do a reading and how to do a spread and got thoroughly lost and then thought no actually I'm going to go back to the beginning and start the exercises which is what you're meant to do and it's how the book was designed um, and the reason for that is don't run before you can walk because if you do all that preparation Like I said, it's then it's just it's second nature. So, yes, do the exercises, do the games, because you're almost kind of learning without realising you're learning because it's fun. But there's so much to to be gained from it. And, you know, it's kind of it. It always reminds me of the Mary, you know, Mary Poppins, the film.
0: Yes, I do. Sorry, Becky. I had that's on. Right. Like, I was just enjoying, I was just like sitting back, listening to your voice, going, "Becky's got the coolest accent," and I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I'm supposed <laughs> to speak now."
1: No, but you know, you know, Mary Poppins, the film, and it's the bit where she's getting the children to tidy up the playroom and they don't want to do it. And she kind of she sings that song and I won't sing because people will never listen to me. Again.
0: <laughs> but
1: she sort of there's the line in the song where she's kind of like, you know, you find the fun and snap the job's a game. And that to me sums up the way you teach and the way the exercises are, are designed, because there's so much fun you're you're kind of you're learning and you're not actually realizing that you're learning and you're enjoying the process the best teachers in the world are the ones that make the learning process fun it's not just a case of kind of smacking someone down in front of you and saying right do this now do this now do this i don't work that way i'll run for the hills if someone does that to me teaching wise um and again As you say, I'm not being paid for this. I'm going to say exactly what I like. But I would say, again, having gone through the process, again, still being involved, I would say to people to make the commitment to come and join, because once they're actually sort of signed up, It's not just what they're learning. It's the access to the study groups. It's the access to other students. It's access to the practice. Yes, you can do it on your own less you can learn on your own, but you can get so much out of it. And in my kind of hour, hour and a half study group once a week, it's amazing what we can get out because there's a number of different people there Um, And you're getting to interact with people in your particular world, because a lot of us in our day to day lives don't have people we can bounce off of about, um, you know, this kind of thing. So, yes, do the exercises. Yes, they a thousand percent work. Yes, they're fun. Yes, you can be a real geek like me and my study group were a couple of weeks ago and work out exactly what they're setting you up to do in a reading. Do I think people should sign up? Yes, I do. Why do I think they should sign up? Because they're learning all of this stuff. They're finding out an awful lot of what you're talking about, but they've also got access to so much more because there's a community out there, and you then become part of that community. And now I will step off my soapbox no, and that's, that's stop talking.
0: That, uh, you bring up a good, so many good points, but that's really the essence: is it's a community. And I like the fact that it's an online community because, yeah, we can have meetups and everything, but that's, that's individual people wanting to get together. It's not like somebody's going to show up at your house. And with the whole online community, yes, we have chat, you guys can Skype to each other, you can video Skype, you can uh, phone call, you can, again, we have a chat room, you can play in the forums, or you can do none of that. I, I mean, really, it's like, go as far as deep as you want, go in whatever direction you want, um, but... So many of my students don't have anybody that they can talk to because uh, especially here in America, they live in the south or the midwest or the northeast and, and especially my doctor, lawyer, uh clients they they can't just go into work and say, Hey Bob, uh, you know or excuse me, hello, Skylar Oppenheimer the third, I am studying mm-hmm. the tarot. You get paid $700,000 a year and you're studying, a, what are you, some kind of voodoo scientist? We're going to make fun of you. You know, um, I'm not saying my, my students are closeted, but they want to know real information. I mean, people, intelligent people have been studying metaphysics since time began. That's, it's, uh, our world's greatest uh, scientists have all, almost to uh, a, a person. I'm going to say man, but, uh, yeah, but, um, um. Uh, I I mean I, I just keep going on. Uh, Young, uh, Carl Young, uh, Isaac Newton, Einstein. Einstein,
1: yeah. I mean
0: I mean if, if that isn't enough, just right there to say, these guys are not idiots. These guys aren't superstitious fools. Um, I, it's it's the sign of good taste to increase your education. And it's a sign of good, uh, good upbringing, <laughs> even if you brought yourself up, um, to think, wow, I can go on. I can learn more than I know. I can enhance my awareness uh, through, philosoph- uh, philo- <laughs> through philosophy, through philosophy education, study religion, study magi- uh, uh, metaphysics. Study the world and find out what's out there. This this tarot thing is just one of many tools, but we try to approach it from a pragmatic, um, scientific point of view where we say, how can we make this work and do our best to get results? And that's why I have so many testimonials, not dusty or great, dusty or great. I mean, I get those, but the thing is that what they're telling me is this stuff has worked for me. And that's what I want to hear from everybody is that this stuff works for you. That's it's all. That's the only reason why I'm doing this. That's it's why I drag Peggy out of bed late at night and say, okay, I'm going <laughs> to rant and you're going to make people happy. But it's
1: also why I have to say I'm willing to stay up late and I do look forward to doing these every week and I do come. I'm not doing it – I'm not doing it out of a sense of duty and I don't always – say things as clearly as i should because i'm falling over my words but it's because i so want people to to find this out for themselves
0: yes you know
1: yeah i i do this because i know what a difference it's made to my life and i want people to experience the same thing that's what drives me in all of this. It's almost that kind of evangelical <laughs> go stand on a street corner and shove leaflets in people's hands. Has, have heard the great word
0: of enhanced awareness? <laughs> Open this your is, eyes. This is
1: the thing, though, and this is this is why I do it, and this is why sometimes I keep silly hours and I stay up late and I'm stifling yawns while we're doing this, but the whole reason I do it is like I say, this isn't a sense of duty. You're not twisting my arm. You're not blackmailing me. I'm not getting anything out of this. One of the biggest drives in all of this is I so want people to experience this for themselves. So like I say, this is why my challenge to people is find out the difference it can make. And I am living proof that what you teach is work. So I just, I want people to experience it for themselves, test it, challenge it. And, you know, find out, find out that
0: way. We have so many people sitting on the fence and that's, you know, and and here's what it comes down to. Becky and I are going to be okay. We, we know how to do this stuff. Um, but if you're sitting on the fence, if you, if you haven't even bought the book, um, i'll tell you what i'll make i'll make you a deal you buy a copy of advanced to tarot secrets and if you don't like it send it back if they won't take it back send it to me i'll give you what you paid for it um i won't pay shipping and whatnot i mean i'm gonna refund the cost of your book not like pay you a hundred dollars you know, i feel like hey i make money <laughs> buy a book for 22 sell it for 100 <laughs> i'll do it five days a week um but I want to. Be, I want to be genuine, honest, uh, and I want, obviously I want to be. But I want to be go beyond it. I want to do my best to make this as painless as possible for you to make the right decision and invest in yourself. Because again, this life isn't some kind of rehearsal. If you don't invest in yourself, get a good teacher. It doesn't have to be me. Um, go to school, kids. Stay in school. Mm. Um, it makes all the difference in the world because you've got one life. It doesn't matter, if, you know. We go to heaven or we get reincarnated or as a butterfly. Right now we are in this life, and if you don't want your life to suck, you got to do something. This is one option. Uh, next year we'll be teaching astrology and we're going to go deep into astrology. So there's that option mm. if you like that. Um, but we got the easiest way to learn the tarot ever. It's twenty two dollars. Matter of fact, they're even cheaper on Amazon uh you know if you're lucky enough to get like the free shipping if not go to go to the bookdepository.com, uh or it's bookdepository.com. It and ship anywhere in the world free of charge I mean, there you can't get better than that uh you might find a used copy go into your store and you know what if you if you're a store owner going i ran put me out of business you have my email address right to me at dustywhite.net me at dustywhite.net say i own a store i want to buy some books i want you to give them to me at half price like okay i I'll, I'll sell them to you at my cost and then you pay shipping of course um why because i want to get the good word out um you know i i, I do a okay on book sale, so if, if uh you know if there's a store out there it's like well i want to offer them and i'll be able to offer them at a discount then let me know i, I will work with you um i've just I'm so tired of people getting screwed by bad readings and bad teachings, and so this—I'm I'm doing what I can here. Now, recap so we know what to do. Um, first off, know what you're asking, um, and ask that question clearly and succinctly. Really feed that energy into your cards. You're shuffling, you're thinking. I'm shuffling, I'm shuffling. Okay, I'm thinking of this. When is Becky going to buy me a Christmas present? What is she going to get me? Oh, no, okay, sorry. What is Becky going to get me for Christmas? And, and man, I, am I going to like it? And I'm just going on. I'm asking the question. Literally, I'm not asking it once. I'm going over and over. I'm saturating my head with that one thought picture, and I'm just making it as real as possible. And All of a sudden, ding, I get the little awareness that says, hey, Bozo, stop shuffling. I'm like, okay, 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 because you can't overshuffle. You can. It's like you can drive past your destination. You, you get that little ding of awareness. It comes with practice, but you can do it at the beginning. And, again, it just gets better and better as you go along. Uh, and then you go, okay, I'll stop shuffling. Put down the cards. Now, of course, you've already decided what pre-spread work. You, you've decided what spread you're going to use to answer the question you're asking. You come up with a question that is relative and specific to the um, – client's needs and when i let me just talk about that real quick because i didn't talk about that before but this is kind of a little bonus for hanging out at the very end becky says hey tell me about my relationship okay i'm shuffling 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 hi becky i'm dusty here's how the process works um when you say your relationship um tell me a little bit about it so i can get a better grasp of what it is that you're actually asking it's like well i'm not technically in a relationship oh well okay then that changes the question I'm going to ask. And I'm looking, there's this one guy who really, really likes me, but, you know, he's kind of my boss, and I don't know how to go down that road. But there's this other guy that I kind of meet every once in a while. I want to know if he's an option or whatnot. Now, I'm going to go ahead and ask, I could go any number of ways with this. I could do a couple of different readings, little smaller ones. and just go, okay, tell you what, to answer all those questions, I'm actually going to do a couple of different spreads here, because I could do that. It's all one reading. But... so I can do that. This is me deciding what information I'm going to go after. Okay, tell me about, you know, show me the future. What is it going to be like if Becky does pursue this relationship with this guy who really, really, really wants her? Because at least you got that going for you. I a lot of times in relationships, the problem is people are like, hey, I'm here. But here's a guy like, oh, Becky, so I, I throw my life down for you. It's like, is this guy ser-? So I want to know, is this guy serious? Is he good for her? That's where I don't have to ask a lot of questions. I can saturate my mind with that, find the right relationship spread. Or, or even like a Celtic cross spread, I can alter it. Because one of the things we teach you in class is how to alter your favorite spread to fit the need at the moment. You're not, you're not rigid. You're not locked into something. So I specifically ask, show me what a relationship with Becky will be like. See, notice how that's technically my question, but I was very specific. And, and the spread that I chose, for example, the Celtic Cross, will answer that one question from different viewpoints. Well, this is what uh, Becky's afraid of. Well, this is what Becky wants. Or this is what this guy's afraid of. This guy what Becky wants. This is what he wants. Here's what he wants versus here's what she wants. Here's how they're going to work together. Here is their past issues that will be coming up in the relationship. So I can give Becky a full roadmap of what has transpired, what's going on, and how it's going to go. All because I took the extra time, could be 30 seconds, could be five minutes. I'm not afraid to shuffle. And please don't ever be afraid to shuffle for five minutes if you have to. That's an extreme, but it does happen. You'll probably have to shuffle about a, maybe a minute, two minutes of, of serious focus. Uh, you, you don't don't expect to shuffle six or seven times and the number seven comes in your mind. Like, oh, okay, that's it. That, that's not how it works. I've had students pull me on that before and I've been, oh, I've, Ripped them a new asshole, because anybody who does that is either lying or an amateur, and I'm not going to have you guys do that because it will hurt you. So, so I've done all that. Again, if you, if you forgot what I just said, just go back and play it. Um, I focused specifically on what I was going to ask, and then I shoved literally as if I could mentally shove all this information into the cards. Bling right on there once i got that awareness oh, okay now the cards can come out now um i go through and i pick out each individual card i each card needs to show up i have 10 employees and each one of those bozos needs to come to work dressed and ready to go and they need to bring their tools those are my 10 cards they are all my minions answering the question that i'm asking but they're all contributing one's in marketing one's in shipping one's in research and development one's in manufacturing same thing um this card tells me the past this card shows me what somebody else is doing that we don't know about this card shows me you know sure the outcome card is like the salesman it's like yeah i come in i bring in the money it's like well yay for you but we still need you know secretaries and janitors everybody is important it's like every card is important then i've Just like a CEO, I've heard from all different parts of the company. I've heard from every different card. Now I can sit back and this is why I'm the CEO. I look at the whole thing as a theme and I'm like, "Mm, hmm, what is the overall picture telling me that individual cards have it? now i start to see ooh this card is working with this well marketing's working with shipping nicely but they're having a problem in the communications flow with manufacturing and the janitor's not coming and cleaning things up therefore things aren't getting work, working properly this is exactly what it's like with the spread you'll see cards that work together don't work together you'll see holes in information you'll say and you're talking to your client as you're doing all this this is the difference between a crap reading that people get day after day after day and a really great reading. And I want everybody to listen to give – if you're listening, I want you to give the best readings in the world. That's why I'm spilling all this information. That's why I'm just pounding on it. Go to school because it's your life, it's your reputation, it's your money. Me, my life is paid for, and I've got other books to write and I've got other things to do. I'm not going to be doing uh, a lot more tarot lessons. Um, so, I mean, ball is in your court. Um, so please go back listen to all the podcasts we've ever taught. Um, some of them are certainly better than others. Uh, but overall, there's a bank of free information. If you don't know, we have videos. Go to YouTube slash Dusty White or I think I think it's like YouTube.com dot slash dusty white. Uh but, but you know, look me up and you'll see I've got two minute tarot tips, I've got some old a lot of old videos. I'll be putting up some at some point. Uh we'll be even be doing step by step by step videos on all of this. Of course that's at the Tarot Academy. I'm gonna uh if I give everything away for free, literally I will start because I'm not Gandhi. I don't have people coming here. I will pay for your life. Um just like I don't ask anybody to you know, uh, I don't ask my mechanic to work for free. And that's another thing. Just because you're reading, don't let anybody ever tell you, we should do that for free. It's like, well, does your doctor work for free? <laughs> no. Do you get health insurance for free? Not in America. <laughs> Matter of fact, if you don't have health insurance, the government will – this is so funny. The government will – and I mean, I don't mean to get political, but it's just – I'm not a big right-winger, you know, like, ah, I don't pay taxes. I, I That's not me. But – the idea that the government says you have to give money to this private company. Otherwise we're going to charge you just like, ugh. it's like, didn't we have a tea party for that? Mm-hmm. Sorry, Becky. It's like, what? So the thing is that everything in life, for, well, okay. so everything. Most everything in life costs money. So I don't want you guys to feel guilty about being compensated because you're putting a lot of work into this and you are really going out there and giving a first class effort just like just like the waiter uh, at, or your bartender or whatever. If you don't drink alcohol, uh, you're a soda jerk, which nobody has soda jerks anywhere. Right? What the hell is that? old oh, man. So it's all right there. Um, kids stay in school. The site is easyterolescence.com. Click sign up. If you really want to know, go to easycarelessons.com slash members. That's our little hidden academy. Start for a dollar. If you don't like it after a month, I'll give you your dollar back. You quit. Walk away. It's, it's, it's cool. If you stay, it's going to be 10 bucks a week. Um, and over the course of about 40, 50 weeks, because uh, it's going to take you a long time, we will teach you every week. And the reason why we space it out is you're going to have to practice. I used to cram all this information into 10 weeks of like meeting. Oh, Becky, you did one of those, right? You know, we got together like three, four times a week. It's like, bam, 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 bam. It was crazy. People didn't have time to, to practice and absorb it. All right, you have any questions? You, you know how to get a hold of me. I'm here for you. Other than that, I got work to do. Becky, is there anything else that you could possibly tell somebody today on what they need to know to give a great reading?
1: Do you know what? There isn't because we've covered it. So I think the final thing that I would say is what do people need to know to give a great reading, sign up, come and join, and learn properly.
0: Yeah, come in. That's my
1: icing on the cake.
0: All right. Thank you all for being here. Uh, Next week, we will teach you how to give a crappy reading. We will tell (laughs) you how to scam people. We will tell you people how to take their money and give, like, just – the worst, most horrible. We're going to show you how to embarrass yourself. Mm -hmm. And we do it all because, uh, full disclosure, that's it. We want you to to know when you go in and get a crappy reading, you're going to go, Oh my God, it's just like dusty and Becky said, they must be magic. (laughs) I hope that's what you'll say. Becky, thank you for staying up and everybody. Thank you for listening to us. uh, Rant, rant, rant. Um, I, I'll talk to you next week, Becky. All right. Look forward to it. Bye. Bye. Okay, kitties.
1: Now it's your turn. Head on over to EasyTarotLessons.com
0: for this week's tarot secrets and start practicing with your study buddy.